0: Holden, my friend, how are we doing today? I'm doing better now that you've fixed my computer troubles on
1: on my end that
0: (laughs) resulted in this super long delay. And it's plagued us for a while too, so everything's fixed going forward now.
1: Yeah, I know. We had some trouble starting, so everyone apologize for the delay uh, if you are watching live or after the fact. But we had some computer trouble, and Holden as a computer programmer, Mike as an engineer, we couldn't figure it out, but it took us... Uh, A good hour to fix it. So it's good. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. But it it could be worse. It's been a good day. So iPhone 13, 13 Pro, new iPad announcement day. Kind of a plethora of stuff. We talked last week. And let's, I just want to get your thoughts on what was announced, the features and kind of what we like, what we don't like. The good, the bad and the ugly is, I like to call it, because there are some things in my opinion, which are quite ugly.
0: (laughs) And I'm curious to hear what you found was ugly. I'm very curious. Yeah,
1: yeah. So maybe let's, um, if it's okay with you, we'll just follow the natural course that the, or the prescribed course that the event took. Uh, and let's talk about the iPad ninth generation. So Apple is releasing a new ninth generation iPad. This is available for pre-order today, ships on Friday. Actually, everything we talk about today is going to basically ship on Friday of next week and as well as be available in stores. So $329 for consumers, $299 for education, quote unquote. I like to say that there. And this is a A13 Bionic Enabled iPad. You know, I think what for me, what I find strange about this is that they're in this cadence of yearly updates. So they're, they appear to be pushing this device very frequently, you know, pushing updates to it very frequently, which is why there's a yearly update when you compare it against other devices that maybe get updates every 12, 16, 18 months for the most part. I think this is a good device, though. I, I think many people, many people that are out there who are sitting on these devices, it might not be the right Kind of uh, motivation to upgrade. Just want to get your thoughts on that and the pricing. it I mean, it does look like it's a nice update. I think it, this one still has Lightning, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. A13, so it's two high efficiency cores and two two high efficiency and high performance cores. But it does look like it's going to be, I guess, maybe a, not a meaningful update, but a, a good update for people who are older iPads, like the iPad fifth generation or earlier. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, my, my first thought while watching that part of the event is they spent way too much time talking about that. And I feel like they could have just skipped right to the iPad mini and then later on in the day be like, oh, there's also an update. It's available in the Apple store. And I don't even think they had to formally announce this. Like they they spent a lot of time talking about it. Center stage is cool, which I believe mm-hmm. also came to the mini. I don't think that the iPad Air fourth generation has center stage, though. So I think that's now the only iPad currently sold doesn't. Am I, am I wrong about that? I, I'm pretty sorry, sure. S-
1: sorry, you said the basic iPad?
0: The iPad Air 4, I think, is the only oh. iPad that doesn't have center stage now, I believe. I believe.
1: You are correct, because the center stage was a, a, was a feature that basically came out this year, and the iPad Air 4 was updated at the end of last year. That's right. Okay.
0: So, presumably, that will come to the iPad Air whenever that updates next. Um, yeah, there's a little yeah. Apple does this thing with the iPads where it feels like they're always lopsided in terms of how they announce new features on the iPad Where like some iPads mm-hmm. will get up before others, but never in the way you would imagine. So I don't know. It's that was a little strange to me, but that's just kind of how Apple has always been with the iPads, at least the past few years. Mm-hmm. But It's fine. It's a fine update. If you have an iPad and you're in that that, you know, that range
1: of buying in that price range, it's a good device. You shouldn't regret that purchase. No, I I agree with you. I think when you're talking about like lopsidedness, and I think a good example of lopsidedness where every iPad that's been released this year, minus the iPad basic, that's why I call it the iPad basic, has 5G, right? So the iPad, both of the iPad pro in in the 11 and 12.9 inch, the iPad mini now has 5G, but the iPad basic does not. And what it's maybe a... maybe the customers who are buying this iPad are not going to buy 5G maybe very few customers buy LTE to begin with and you know there's not really a lot of value add going from LTE to 5G on this device but that's an example I think of the lopsidedness where you you expect mm-hmm. this kind of somewhat feature parity among devices but then it's no it's not how you think it is so it's kind of interesting yeah yeah what is nice is that this device along with the iPad mini both have the improved front and rear camera. So thanks to the benefit of the A13 and the A15 on the iPad mini, they have the new 12 megapixel camera on the back with the improved ISP. And then in addition to that, they have the 12 megapixel camera on the front and like, as you mentioned, which is for center stage. I think that's a pretty good deal or pretty good use on that device. I'm kind of surprised that they actually brought center stage to these two devices as well. And then the other part of me says like, well, everybody uses their iPad at home. So it kind of makes sense, but that's just my thought.
0: Yeah. I mean, Overall, the iPad mini is the big uh, iPad that was announced
1: today for sure. So yeah. just kicks something under th- my desk. <laughs> they had mentioned something about this, the most popular iPad. I don't recall if that was during this uh, when they were talking about the iPad basic mm. or if they were talking about the iPad mini. It's probably the mini, I would guess presume. But
0: yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's that version. It seems to be very popular for people who just kind of want to read something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very. that's a good point and maybe a good segue, but just before we take that segue, let's see here. Yeah, so it works with all this, you know, works with the same keyboard, the original iPad, works with the same Apple Pencil, and it's available to order today, as I mentioned. My son has an iPad 7th generation, and last year I bought the 8th generation to see if I, it was, like, worth you know, getting it. He, he's five years old, so he'd never... <laughs> <laughs> it's more about me than it is about him but uh, I digress I am going to get the ninth generation just from a point of comparison to see what there what if anything is significantly different I can't imagine for his use cases or even for like spare use cases that we would have it's that different, but uh, is something I'm interested to check out. Let's talk about the Mini, which I don't know about you. I am excited about this. It's very nice looking. It is very nice looking. So the new iPad Mini available in four colors. We got Space Gray, Starlight, Purple, and Pink, if I'm not mistaken. The design has been updated to adopt the new you know, design language from the iPad Pro and the iPad Air. It has the liquid retina display coming in at 8.3 inches, true tone, 500 nits of brightness, and still retains Touch ID, though it's been moved to the top of the display along the right-hand side. This is getting the A15, if I'm not mistaken, where it is getting a 40% increase of CPU performance and an 80% or up to 80% increase on GPU performance compared to the last version, which was in 2018. So it's a significant update. Now, I think kind of kind of differently this is getting USB-C where every other iPad that's in the lineup today has the lightning port and this is getting 5G so again there's an example of kind of lopsidedness that you talked about just a moment ago but I really like this purple color like it's my favorite color and I'm a little bit embarrassed to say that especially on live TV but uh <laughs> <laughs> purple's a good color nothing wrong with that it's, it's the color yeah, of royalty it is the, it's also the color of my alma mater so I'll, I'll take that um <laughs> I think coming in at $499 for the 64 gig, and it might be a $649 for the 256 gig. It's awfully expensive. And then the hundred and fifty dollars you know, premium for adding on 5G, it's definitely not inexpensive, I could say that. Yeah. What was the other iPad Mini? It was, what, it was a $399, right? Uh, the other iPad Mini before today, I think it was $499. Is that what I said? Did I say $499? The new one is $499, but I thought
0: it was $399 for the... Um... Maybe I'm wrong. I'm trying to find on Apple's website. I'm scrolling through Apple's website right now to see, and I don't... There's no comparison. I guess this completely replaced the older iPad mini.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. well. Like, they're not even selling that old model. To the example that you gave earlier, it seems like it's really good. I wouldn't call it pocket size unless you're a painter or someone who maybe works construction, but it is a good, quote-unquote, pocket-sized device to carry with you, and it supports the Apple Pencil 2, no promotion... It right? doesn't have promotion but it does have that same 12 megapixel camera in the front and the back that we just talked about on the i or the ipad ipad basic and the display looks like it's I mean it's the liquid retina display so it's not the uh or sorry it's the same display that was on the first and second generation ipad pro 11 inch and uh yeah 11 inch so it does look really nice this is the price though i can't Kind of hard to swallow the price.
0: Yeah, I just so I just looked it up, in the so this is the fifth generation mini iPad Mini four came out in twenty fifteen. So first of all, it's been a very long time, way longer than I had really thought. That's what I just saw at least on Google, really doing a quick search, and that was three ninety nine. So it, it's it's also a you know one hundred dollars more expensive than it was before. Oh wait, iPad Mini six is the cur- is the one that just came out, right? Wait, is yeah. it Mini five or Mini six? Okay, yeah, two that makes more sense. Twenty nineteen is the last time iPad Mini was updated. Um let me, okay. so let me double check what I was just saying.
1: So there there was a 7.9 inch. Here it is. This is on Best Buy's website. Apple 7.9 inch iPad mini fifth generation. This was $399. I don't know if Best Buy changed the price today when the new one was announced, but this is the price for that's listed for that. And I think that's how it was. It was very similar to that. And that came out maybe in the middle of or the end of 2018, early part of 2019. I think it was the uh, where they talked about when they launched Apple TV for the first time. It was like a spring event, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. But it does seem like it's a nice, I ordered one because I'm compulsive for the first part, but I ordered one for like, (laughs) like sitting on the couch. And my, my thought is like, I'm like, I have an 11 inch iPad pro. I'm like, maybe I'll just get rid of that and keep this because it's smaller and maybe more compact. But I don't know. I think there is certainly some use cases where you have this kind of, there's some usefulness in this small size, not like video editing or any of those kind of crazy things that people do in the, in the, (laughs) the promo video, like who's going to edit video on an 8.3 inch screen. (laughs) not me said mike but yeah i don't know how do you see this or how could you see this fitting into what you do or how you use your ipad today or is it too small for you
0: it's too small for me i use the keyboard case my ipad a lot i use it primarily to take notes so i and i also like to handwrite notes too so i feel like the mini wouldn't be the size i would want for something like that so i personally wouldn't get one what i have seen a lot of people online saying including um, some friends of mine is that um they want to use it as like basically like a little portable gaming machine. And kind yes. of. I mean, if you're using Apple Arcade or Apple One, that's um, probably a good way to play a lot of those games is on an iPad mini. Yeah,
1: I agree with you. Now, what I just thought of when you were saying about how your friends would use it, I wonder if this will support Sidecar. I don't see why not. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm just thinking like, you know, the iPhone doesn't support it. It's, a, it's not a limitation of the like processor for sure. It's probably a limitation of what they think the size is best for. I'm just wondering. It's kind of a, you know, would that even be like a a real use case? It's it's such a small screen.
0: (laughs) It's still, I can see using sidecar with something like that to play a YouTube video or something like that on that device while I'm working on my Mac. So I do that a lot. Like I'll watch something on YouTube while I work. And I can see myself using like an iPad mini as a little YouTube machine next to my Mac and my monitor and then just dragging my mouse over to hit the pause and play button or to find a new video and then bring my mouse back over to my Mac. Oh, Mm. Sidecar, not, what's it called? A universal control. Yeah. But even then, Sidecar, I can still see being used for that same exact purpose.
1: Yeah. The other thing where I think is nice about this is the faster data transfer speeds. So because they have USB-C, there's a high-speed controller in there and allows you to transfer data back and forth to the iPad Mini from the iPad Mini at 10 times faster the data rate so that's uh you know value add like maybe if you work in the field and you wanted to back up like uh sort of media that you have on a camera or on a a backup sd sorry like a video files that you have on a on a have you ever seen this is like an industrial it's metal metal ssd
0: which oh, goes well, in my camera
1: it yeah it's kind of crazy <laughs> like if you wanted to back that up it, uh, it would be nice i do think maybe again it would be good for reading Where I think is interesting is that now there's this, you know, the iPad mini at 8.3 inches, the iPad at 10.2 inches, the iPad Air at 10.9 inches, maybe. And then the iPad Pro at 11 inches. Mm -hmm. Like, it just seems like the iPad Pro doesn't, the 11-inch iPad Pro doesn't really fit in there. Because it's so close to the other side. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. So close to the other sizes. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just, you know, there's that tension about what do you do when the sizes are so close to one another, like the 10.2, the 10.9 and 11 inch, and especially because the 10.9 and the 11 inch are kind of very close in functionality minus a Thunderbolt. But that's uh that is interesting as well.
0: Yeah. Like that. I can't imagine any customers like, Oh, I had to go for the pro because I needed that fraction of an inch extra. Yeah. Like, I don't know who that is.
1: Mm, me either. Me either. It's a good, uh, very good example about how would it be to play games on it. I, I'd like to see that. I just want that controller now. Like, I want them to make a controller that would fit this. Mm-hmm. You know, I digress.
0: Like a Switch competitor,
1: you just like lock two like
0: controllers to yeah. the side, and yeah, you have a way better screen than the
1: than the Switch does. Yeah, more powerful, well, the, more powerful by a lot. And by a lot. Yeah, the thing that's Kind of kills that idea is that now the iPad mini uses USB-C. So unless this was like a Bluetooth controller, right? Mm-hmm. Like We were talking about like a Bluetooth controller. It would never be able to physically lock into the iPad mini and the you know, iPhone because there's no, you know, there, you'd have to have like multiple ports on the, on the controller to just be thinking out loud. So for you, it's too small. For me, I'm just compulsive and I like to buy things. There maybe it would be good, like for someone, like my wife has an iPad Air and she only uses it to play games for the most part. I could see like getting her this and maybe transitioning her out of that device and getting rid of it. But I don't know what, what a lot of people use this for. Is it like people buying it for their kids and, you know, letting their kids play games or is it something different? I kind of have a hard time picturing how people use this other than like those three use cases that we just talked about.
0: And $500 is a lot to ask for just something to throw at the kid to have him play some games. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't, I don't know. That seems excessive. If it wasn't like the $300 range, that would be more understandable, but you're right at $500, even though it's too expensive, it is good for that use though. Like why get your kid an iPod touch when you can get them this? Other than price, of course.
1: Yeah, you're, you're. So you're absolutely right. And I mean, speaking of the iPod Touch, the last time that was updated, I think is last year. Mm-hmm. Like, do do people even care about those devices at this point? And if they don't, or sorry, if they do care about those devices and Apple's not making them or they're not, you know, providing meaningful updates for them, what are they buying? Yeah. So I'm I'm far outside the circle of you know being a 14 year old. I have no idea what like do people even buy iPod touches? Like all of my nieces and nephews that are like that age bracket. Which is arguably closer to you than it is to me. Um, they don't have iPods; they all have phones. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't. I, I guess right. I mean, it's the yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't. Like, yeah, I don't know who's buying iPod touches anymore. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Because, like, let's say that, like, if I were a parent, I'm not a parent, but if I were a parent, and I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about getting an iPod touch so my, you know, kid can play some games on a device. I would much rather just give him an older iPhone at this point of mine yeah. than like oh I'm, I'll buy the iPhone 13 I'll give my 10R to the kiddo and not activate it and it's just going to be an iPod touch it's more capable than the iPod touch it does more it has face it has all these way better features and I didn't really have to
1: spend anything on on it in
0: particular other than getting myself a new phone
1: I mean not even that like if you go Which to Apple's website anyway. no yeah you're absolutely right but if you go to Apple's website the complete lineup of devices that they have mm-hmm. it starts at 299 for the iPhone SE and I think the iPhone 11 is the iPhone 11 499. is four
0: ninety nine? Yeah, yeah.
1: So like you could buy yourself, or sorry, you could buy your kid a you know a three twenty nine iPad, which is gigantic. They're never going to want to carry that around with them. A four ninety nine iPad Air or an iPhone 11, which arguably probably has better use than those things. Those other two devices do, and you, it doesn't have to have a contract, right? There's that whole stipulation or the yeah stigma of having a contract. And it does have 5G in it, which is kind of surprising as well. It does also have a new stereo speaker, sorry, a new stereo system when the device is in landscape mode where the sound is coming out both the top of the iPad and the bottom of the iPad, which I thought was interesting. And it's interesting that it's only available in that landscape mode, doesn't work in portrait. Like I would think like maybe if you're playing games, that's like the way to play it, right? So if you're playing games, Mm -hmm. you're going to get that stereo sound and maybe that's what they're positioning it for. What I did notice is that they kind of had this three talking points that were the same across it. It's good for games, it's good for pictures, and it's good for videos. And those three kind of use cases were very prevalent throughout the presentation because they're talking about editing video, playing games, you know, Apple Arcade, yada, 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 Apple TV. And you hear that and you're like, oh, okay, what, like, what are they then positioning this for? Or, you know, where could it go then in the future? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we talk about good, bad, and the ugly. The iPad, first one. I think it's okay. The iPad Mini, I think it's good. Yeah, I the, totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, they did make some nice accessories for the new iPad Mini. So they have those new Smart Folio covers. They don't have a keyboard, first party keyboard. They do have some third party keyboards. And then again, they have the Apple Pencil too, with uh, that works obviously with a nice magnetic charging. Anything that you want to add there, Holden? No, I mean,
0: I think I think you got nailed it with just the iPad original. Like why or oh, basic as you put it, why was it even here? I, they could yep. have just announced it afterwards and spent too much time on that. And then iPad mini looks good, it looks really good. I actually wasn't expecting to be impressed by an iPad mini, even though
1: I won't buy one, I'm definitely impressed by it. Yeah, so let's talk about the ugly. And I'm thoroughly disappointed in the path I was led down with the Apple Watch. Like the <laughs> Apple Watch renders to begin with look so good. I would like you had me bought into it, Holden. You were like, Oh, it's like flat edges and it looks like the oh, that like wasn't the, me. iPad, no, that I was. We me. talked about it. Yeah. I know it wasn't you, like you created the renders, but you were like so excited about it. No, I wasn't. And I wasn't. No. I thought you were
0: excited about the redesign. I wanted them to keep it the same, and they did. So I'm happy. But yeah, oh. that wasn't me. No, I, I wasn't excited for the redesigns. I never wanted it to be flat.
1: Oh, okay. Well, so then maybe I led myself down that path because the renders that, like, from like John and <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't blaming you. Oh, per I'm, se, just but... you, I'm just playing
0: with you. I'm just playing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but like the renders looked really good. I'm like, Oh, it's got this flat design. It looks like the iPad, you know, the iPad pro kind of shrunken down to the Apple watch. And we look at it this sh- now and it looks kind of largely the same. In my opinion, I'm like, Oh, it's got a bigger screen on it. And it's kind of a little bit more compact. It's not necessarily it doesn't sit as thick. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was. So for me, I'm like, Oh, I don't really see a reason for me to be compelled to buy this. Like, I don't know what's the significance of this. There wasn't any kind of, you know, you know, Salient health features like there were last year with with EKG or the um, blood oxygen level, like I just didn't see that. And it actually felt like it was a little bit rushed the way they presented it, talking about you know the glass, the fact that it now will auto start a uh, a workout when you get on a bike, and it'll detect if you fall if you're on a bike. But like that's great, yes, I, I told totally, you that's great. But that feature is actually coming across all the the lineup. So I didn't think that there was this sense of them pushing the envelope forward like they had in previous years regarding uh, the Apple Watch.
0: Yeah, Steve IT guy says, there hasn't been a great reason to buy a new Apple Watch since the Series 4. I hear that sentiment a lot. I'm a fanboy of the always on display. I love the always on Mm -hmm. display. So for me, I'd say Series 5. But I think that you're largely right that like Apple Watch upgrades haven't really done too much over the years. They've generally kind of focused on like one thing. And this time around it's really the display, as you're saying. Like, that's the main reason to be interested in the Apple Watch. I personally am very interested in that. The modular Max watch face, where you have the two large modular watch faces. That is what I want. I want that watch face really, really badly. The problem for me, and the reason I won't buy this, I have the stainless steel space black Apple Watch. This is the Apple Watch I always wanted when they first announced them way back when in 2015. It's perfect. It's this like Little, it's like this little black pebble. It just looks awesome. I love it, and that's gone now. You can't get it. You can't get it in the Series Seven. So I literally will not upgrade my my Apple Watch until I can get that design again. I don't want the graphite one. I don't think the way that looks, and I'm not going to buy a titanium. So I don't know. Like I'm kind of bummed out because of that. I know that's kind of a really like small thing, but um, that's what was kind of lacking for me. Is the the display is nice. I like that watch face, but I'm not going to spend that much money to get a watch face. And then also not not be able to get the casing that I want to for the Apple Watch, so I was kind of bummed out. But I wasn't like, I think it's a good upgrade, but it's not a great one. So I, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's ugly,
1: but it's 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 just good. So the Series Four is, I think, when they introduced fall detection, if I'm not mistaken, and and mm-hmm. I think yeah. that was a that was a significant upgrade for a lot of people. Maybe not necessarily in your age bracket or my age bracket, but when you're buying the Apple Watch maybe for your parents. And that was it. I love the always on display, though I don't think like outside of like the EKG feature that's in the Series 6, I can't think of another feature that I would like, oh, I have to have this. And so we, we talked about it last week where mm-hmm. like there's I feel like I'm hitting the upper bound like processor or like functional usefulness of the device when I'm out and about. It's totally not the case. And I feel like this year they're just kind of like stringing it along with maybe the way it was presented. Uh, that's just my opinion because they didn't necessarily give a a very in-depth kind of presentation on the Apple Watch. They spent more time on the first iPad than they did on the Apple Watch, it felt like.
0: <laughs> they, they did, and yeah. it was
1: And like one's a new product and one is like a refresh. Well, I guess they're both kind of refreshes. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I guess we'll see because it's not even available. It's like, you know, we'll ship this fall, whatever that means
0: <laughs> that could mean December. Like seriously, that could be December. I don't think it's actually going to be that far out, but it, that's not. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. You, and you don't see that from Apple very often. Um, no, Fernando asked, do we have any confirmation on pin connectors in the iPad mini? I just went to the site and looked and there aren't, there isn't like a 3d like gallery view of, or a 360 gallery view of the iPad mini, but just from the pictures I was looking at, it doesn't seem like it does. Which, since it doesn't have the keyboard, I think that that makes sense.
1: Yeah, like, could you could you imagine how small that keyboard would be? It's, like, super cramped, like...
0: Yeah, <laughs> it'd be very, very hard to type on, for sure. Very hard. Going back to Apple Watch, though, to kind of respond to what you were saying, yeah, like, they didn't really go in-depth on in a lot of things. Like, one of the questions I had immediately was, is does this have a, a different processor? Is this, like, going to be faster in any way? I know it has the yes. different charging mechanisms, but I, yep. I feel like there's missing parts of the conversation... There for sure. They probably didn't talk about it because there's not a difference in the speed, which they've certainly done before an Apple Watch. I think Series 5 has the same exact speeds as the Series 4. And I think Series 6 was a little bit faster. So maybe they kind of went on an off year on this one for that. One thing, though, I did appreciate about this watch, because I'm someone who wears my watch all the time and it's only off of me when I'm charging it. That's it. Is that you can charge it up for an eight hours sleep duration. It charges up to that point in eight minutes because it can charge 33% faster. And last year, it was already 20% faster charging. So that's a pretty big upgrade from where I am right now with the Series 5. So that's compelling
1: to me for sure. Now, I wonder, will that new charging cable work with the Series 6?
0: I'm assuming it would still work on all the other past Apple watches, but I don't know if you'll get the the extra boost in charge times, because it's the way they made it seem is that this is a advantage of the entire architecture of how the apple watch charges mm. so it's not just the cable it's the cable and then internal components as well so i'd imagine it wouldn't have the the boost it i imagine it's kind of like how you can use magsafe technically on a iphone 11 but it doesn't actually charge it that fast it doesn't magnetically connect like it's backwards compatible but
1: not really Oh, okay. So it says right here on the website, it says fast charging is only compatible with the Series Seven. Other models have regular charge times. Yeah. God, I hate you, Apple.
0: <laughs> they should go to your house, take apart your Apple Watch, put those components inside the Apple Watch, so you can
1: oh get those God. features. They need to do that for you. I can't believe this. Like it, <laughs> it just makes me so mad. It's like I don't <laughs> want to spend two ninety nine or three ninety nine on, on an Apple Watch to get faster charging times. But mm-hmm. I'd like to have it. Whatever, Apple. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> so it, it is very good that it does work with all of your existing watch bands. They didn't screw the pooch here and say that you have to use, you know, different watch bands. Even though it being roughly, I think, 18 or 20% bigger than it was last year in terms of the display size and the casing size. But, the you know, the lug size is not different. That's so still the same. Is the
0: casing size really bigger?
1: Yeah. It's, I know uh, the so screen when is. Pro- so it went from 40 and 44 to 41 and 45. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I know the, I know that the, um, the display changed, but I thought they just pushed the display further out to the edges but it's the same size. I'm actually, I think they have a comparison picture on their site. I'm going to look at it.
1: Okay. Uh, while Holden's looking that up, Steve, does Apple even really see the Apple watch as a non-health device? No, I don't think they do Steve. <laughs> it literally says the, the, your health device on your wrist at the end of the ad that they played today. So I think their perspective is that they're using this to learn as much as they, about that as you can so they can create you know, more meaningful health products.
0: I just sent you a screenshot. I don't okay. know if my eyes are playing tricks on me, but the Series 3 looks definitively smaller than the Series 6 in the picture that yeah. is on their site. But the Series 7, I can't tell if it's just the difference in the colors because the Series 7 uses a green band whereas the Series 6 uses a black band. Yep, But it looks like it's a little bit taller, but I don't think it actually is. I think it's just an an illusion.
1: It's an illusion. It's like uh, the ghetto boys, my mind's playing tricks on me.
0: I can actually test this pretty quickly. I'm just going to use the the URL bar (laughs) in Chrome to line up the bottoms and see if they line up. It does appear to be a little bit taller, but by like a tiny bit. You wouldn't even notice it, I don't think.
1: Yeah. So I know the rumor going into the event was they're being upgraded... From like forty and forty-four to forty-one and forty-five. And based on that kind of incremental change that you just eyeballed, seems like that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And it's so, I'll say this, it's so imperceptible when we're looking at a blown-up image of an Apple Watch that the actual Apple Watch, I'm sure, you would not be able to notice that at all. So I don't think it's meaningful.
1: Yeah. You know, the, the one thing I did last year, which I've never done before, like you, I used to buy the the nicer watch. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy the nicer watch because I'm gonna have this for you know X amount of years. I'm like, mm-hmm. I trade it in every year, every you know, 18 months. There's no point in spending <laughs> the extra money. Just buy the cheap one, and you, you'll have less heartache over it. Uh, I don't want to do that. I
0: still got to do stainless steel. I just like the the aesthetic of it too much.
1: Oh, I do. So do I.
0: Yeah, I'm a sucker. Here's how much of a sucker I am. I was thinking about this today, because my kind of just upset over Space Black not coming back, and I'm like, watch this. Apple's going to in like maybe next year, in a few years, maybe they're going to release the ceramic Apple watches again, and they're going to come in white and black. And that's how you can get that all black look again Mm -hmm. is by getting the Apple watch edition in ceramic. And it's like, you know what? I'm a sucker. I will spend $1,300 just to get that version because I'm a sucker and I want that. (laughs) I want that exact Apple watch. It looks too good. It looks way too good.
1: It does look really good. Like you said, it's got that pebble like appearance to it where it mm-hmm. just kind of floats on your wrist. But at 1300 bucks, I mean...
0: <laughs> I know. It's so I, dumb of I, me. I know what I, you're saying. Yeah, it's so dumb of me, but I know I would do it. I know I would. Yeah. And if anyone called me out and it's like, man, you're an idiot, I'm like, yeah, I am. I am an idiot for doing that. But I will own up to being an idiot because I like that design too much. I'll also have it for a while too. Like My Series 5 is still running really strong. I love my Series 5. I think it's fantastic.
1: I like my Series 5. I think the only feature that... Series 5 doesn't have always on display, right? It does. Yeah. It It was the first one to have it. Okay. The one like maybe weird comment from Jeff Williams, he's like, well, this new Apple Watch is 70% 70 brighter when it's on your wrist and you're not looking at it. Why would I care about that?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was the thing last year. The Series 6 is like, oh, and now it's in always on mode. It's brighter. I'm like, I have a Series 5. I've never had a problem looking at the time on it when when it's in always on mode. Yeah, I've never had to do that. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Ah, on its own. I didn't get it.
1: Yes. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to add to the Apple watch? I do. Actually, I do
0: have one oh. bone to pick here. So I do. Here's my ugly from the event. Okay. Why are they still selling a series three Apple watch?
1: Mm. Good question. I get the keep pricing buying. is
0: affordable, but damn, that thing is old now.
1: Series three. So it's four years old. 2018. Right? Yeah.
0: Or 2017.
1: 2017. Yeah. So four years old, yeah. Maybe the use case. Why, so I guess, why do people buy them? That's probably the, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously they're only selling things that people buy. They're not selling things that people don't buy. Maybe they see like an influx of people buying them for their children from last year. And that's why they want to keep up.
0: Those have to, are you talking about like, for like the, the like child mode or whatever it's
1: called? Yeah, a child mode. Yeah, Like um, Apple Watch Family or Apple Watch Setup for Family.
0: Yeah, I think you have to have a, an SE for that though. So you couldn't even get a Series 3 to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. My my big gripe is is not that, like, if someone bought a series three, like I don't think they're going to have a terrible experience with it. I think they're missing out on a lot. Although, is it Technoloti? Tec- technology? Oh, technology,
1: Can I pronounce that <laughs> Te- right? You know what? I think I've always gotten that wrong. Thank you for <laughs> pronouncing it right. I'm like, Technoloti. I, 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 don't,
0: I don't know if I did or not. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's
0: saying it's pretty slow. And I, I, I would believe that. There are some problems with the Series 3 for sure. But a big problem is like they can't take watchOS farther until they get rid of the Series 3. Because I feel like the Series 3 is probably holding watchOS back at this point. Because the Series 4 was a substantial jump forward meaning that the SE would be the equivalent is a substantial step forward over the
1: the 3 price. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, I agree Steve, it's it's probably the price and just keeping it there they can't afford to bring the Apple Watch SE down to 199 and at the same time they if they could bring it down to like 250 or something like that, that's not low enough to get the audience that's probably still buying the Series 3.
1: Yeah. Maybe like when you think about um so maybe like if you're buying it for your parents, like you're, if you're someone like my age, you're buying it for your, your older parents, they don't need all the bells and whistles. Does a series three have fall detection or no?
0: No, it doesn't. Oh yeah. A few months ago, my mom w- w- wanted to do something nice for my aunt and was going to get her an Apple watch. She's like, oh, I'll just get her an Apple watch series, series three. And I'm like, I, I literally talked her out of it. Like if you're going to get an Apple watch for your, for your sister, like get her an SC at the very least. Like sisters, don't let sisters have terrible Apple watches, get her an SE and she did. And I'm thankful (laughs) because I would, I would have hurt for my aunt if she got, if she got an SE or I got a three.
1: Okay. So here, what you need for Apple watch family setup is an Apple watch series four or later with cellular. So Mm -hmm. series three would definitely would not work. That's a good question. I, I don't know. That's a really good question.
0: Technology also said, I feel like it's also used as a way to make the SE's price sound better. They won't go for the cheapest or the most expensive. That's actually fair. Like, oh, I don't want to get a series of, I don't want the latest, but I can, I'll get the SE. So I'm not getting the worst Apple Watch, but I'm still getting a good one. Yeah.
1: Have you ever heard of this? It's like a a marketing thing. It's called Rome with coffee. And when you compare like three things and the first two things are like almost identical. It's like, do you want to go to Paris? for for the for three days or do you want to go mm-hmm. to rome for three days and then what you do in the end in the third comparison you say but you also you can go to rome but we'll give you free coffee every day everyone's like oh i want that like it's like yeah, a, I think, it's like uh, a
0: dan airley did a ted talk where he talked about that yeah that concept is a really really good ted talk dan airley is very brilliant if anyone's curious about behavioral economics
1: uh steve the experience is so terrible that if your par- if you buy your parents an S three you'll end up buying them an S C two that or th- they'll they'll disown you because it's so terrible right they're like why did you buy me this piece of crap
0: that's hilarious like what's worth my time troubleshooting this this series three r or three hundred dollars yeah <laughs> that's good definitely
1: that's de- yeah definitely the three hundred dollars is probably b- money better well spent yeah
0: Oh, troubleshooting... I don't mind teaching people stuff and technology. I just teach people how to use technology, but, uh, or like computers and stuff. But it, something about helping family out is worse for some reason. And I don't even like totally. hate my family or anything, but it, you lose your patience much more quickly. Like it's just, <laughs>
1: it's just, it's just, it's the worst. Dude, those like, I get these calls at like nine o'clock on FaceTime for my dad. He's like, he's like looking at the phone, like right here, or I see his neck. He's like, Mike, <laughs> I need help with my passwords. <laughs> My
0: grandma was telling me that she lost her her phone. She's like, I just don't know where my phone is. It's lost. And I don't know. I'm just really bummed about it. But I just don't think I'm going to get another one. I was talking to my aunt. She's like, oh, no, I just hid the phone from her because I was so tired of of answering questions. And she doesn't do anything with it. She just uses it, looks at it, gets scared, and asks me for help. I'm like, I don't want to put up with that. So it was lost. (laughs) It was so mean. But, like, I get it. (laughs) That's awesome. She didn't use it for anything. It's not like we're
1: actually taking anything from her. She barely used it. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. (laughs) So the (laughs) other new features (laughs) related to the Apple Watch are the new changes in Apple Fitness Plus. So Mm -hmm. we have—I love Apple Fitness Plus, though you would not look, you know, understand that looking at me. So Apple Fitness Plus available in I think seven or eight new countries, and now they're adding subtitles. Uh, They have a few new workouts, which is including Pilates. They have guided meditation, and I think maybe the odd man for at least for me was warm up for ski season or warm up for winter sports season. (laughs) Yeah. Skiing and snowboarding.
0: I'm like, what? Who who does that? I'm wondering how they do that. Are they going to like have someone skiing down a mountain and then another person in front of them with a camera to like, like, how are they going to do that? I'm very confused. I don't have no idea. I have no idea. The guided meditation is actually a big deal though. Because if you're subscribed to Apple fitness or you're using Apple one, A lot of these like meditation apps, like if you just want to use meditation apps, just very basically, they can be kind of expensive per month. Yeah. So this is actually kind of a big deal. And I wonder if it's going to hurt those companies or not. But like, I don't I just can't just you were talking about Headspace, like you use Headspace. Yeah, I can't justify it. But since I already have Apple Fitness Plus through Apple One, I might as well do those guided meditations now. So I feel like I will actually do them. Because I didn't really want to spend the subscription price on Headspace or an equivalent app.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Apple's trying to capture like 80% of the functionality when you think about, you know, when they launch a feature. It's good enough for most people, but there are people who are, you know, still going to buy the, you know, the more advanced subscription, the more advanced service, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. And you're right, it'll probably work for you because it works for a lot of people. What I didn't. Uh, let's see. Those three features come out later this month. That's what I understood from the announcement. Now, the other thing that I thought was very, very cool was Fitness Plus group workouts via SharePlay. I'm like, oh my god, yes. that's awesome.
0: That is very cool.
1: Yes. So you can like compete with like up to 32 friends via FaceTime or via FaceTime at SharePlay, and like that's a really cool way to, I guess, interact with people that you're already sharing your health data with and kind of competition data. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Also a good motivator. Like I am horribly out of shape, I'm like morbidly obese. Like I definitely take my health more seriously. And um <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh. I just, no, 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 you're, you're fine. So I'm not, about it. Oh, I'm not offended. It's true. It's objectively true. <laughs> so, um, which what was I going to say, but like, Oh, like being able to like group, like FaceTime people while I'm doing like a, ex, a workout on my exercise bike or something like that would be way more motivating than listening to someone on fitness plus say, keep going, man, you can do it. Like, I don't know. I don't ever find those people very motivating. Nothing against them. It's just not for me. Um, but I feel like my friends, absolutely. I would do that. I would 100% do that.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So even Apple, cool. if you
0: have an exercise bike and you want to do that sometime, let me know.
1: Yeah. I, so I don't have an exercise bike, though my wife wants to try and buy one.
0: There are, actually, there are some that aren't that bad on, on like Amazon. Steve IT guy wants to know what we think of the on-screen keyboard
1: on the Apple Watch. So I think it's interesting, Steve, that you brought this up. There is a developer... I think it's called flick Type, if I'm not mistaken. They've been in the App Store for at least, I think, 18 months or 24 months where they had an app on the Apple Watch where basically you flick, you know, you know, flick the letters of the keyboard. And like recently, like this past iOS or uh, watchOS 8 update, they've been getting denied. And now kind of, you know, they're like wondering why I'm getting denied. Uh, yeah. And what's well, because the, you know, Apple Sherlock them.
0: That's different than like when... I remember um, Flux dealt with the same thing where they Flux um, would... Adjust the temperature of your display. Mm -hmm. You can get it on Mac, but they wouldn't allow it on iPhone. And that made more sense because they would require you to have access to the display in a way that could be intrusive to privacy. So that's why they cut it off. But I can't imagine what that argument is for this one when they allow third party keyboards on iOS. So, some sort of framework that exists within WatchOS, I'd imagine that can support something like that. Interesting. In terms of the keyboard itself, I'll never use it because Scribble works perfectly for me.
1: Yeah. Like, it seems like it would just be too small for me to use. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe that's why, I mean, that's probably why they have a bigger Apple watch now, but I just put that link inside the chat. If You want to look at it? Uh, Yeah. So flick type developer suing Apple, suing Apple again over Apple watch keyboard.
0: Man, Apple's got a lot of lawsuits.
1: The end is near the end is
0: near <sighs> yeah the end is Cause near cuz they'll be back in court with epic probably not in the near future so
1: yeah all right let's talk about the big dog so to speak the iPhone iPhone 13 iPhone 13 mini so you have the Super Retina XDR display, which seems to be different than it was last year. What's so funny? Just I think it's the <laughs> stupidest name. <laughs> I It's it's such a tongue twister, Super Retina XDR display.
0: Well, it's just it's such like a, when Steve Jobs came back to Apple, he got rid of like these because the Macs used to have these ridiculous names back in the 90s. Where it was like mm-hmm. the Macintosh 2 CX4 or something like that. And it just feels like it's that. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to inter- interrupt.
1: No, no, you're not interrupting. I think it's funny that it's the Super Retina XDR display on the phone, but on the computer, it's the XDR Super Retina display. Something It's like switched around in such a way. It's like, why would you do that? But so we have the iPhone 13, the iPhone 13 mini. So the mini lives to see another year, at least at this point, even though it had horrible sales, quote unquote, according to people last year. And Apple is redesigning the camera system. So the, really, the I think maybe the salient features are updated cameras which the cameras are supposed to be largely an improvement over last year's good cameras, but they, they were good and they undoubtedly had their challenges in kind of certain lighting conditions. There is supposed to be uh, with the display 28% brighter. All right. So you're getting a thousand nits of brightness and 1200 nits of peak brightness in HDR. Again, with the A15 Bionic, they put a lot of emphasis on the power of the a15 which i thought was interesting you still you get the two high performance two, four high high efficiency 50 percent faster than last year four gpus and I, I love how they draw these comparisons are like 30 percent faster than the nearest competition well which phone are you talking about can you give me a clue here <laughs> <laughs> because they're probably
0: not comparing it to like samsung because samsung i think that the apple processors are still more powerful than the qualcomm chips but not not by not by that much you say 30% of 30 times. Uh, it's 30%. Oh, okay. I thought you said 30 times. I mean, there's no way that this iPhone's 30 times faster than anything else. All right. 30% is more believable. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Who? Who are they comparing it to?
1: Yeah. Who are yeah, they comparing it to? So the lenses themselves letting in 47% more light, 1.7 micron focus pixels. We are having an f1.6 aperture in the primary lens. So a number of different kind of like just superfluous detail around the camera and like what people could probably absorb like, oh, wow, this has 1.6 aperture. I would imagine some people, most people watching the keynote might not know necessarily what that means, but that's neither here nor there. So we have basically a camera that takes better pictures, quicker pictures in nighttime conditions, which didn't do last year. And there's less grain, less noise in those pictures. That's how I would kind of characterize it. My wife's like, which iPhone do I want? I'm like, well, you have the Pro now. You probably don't want to go down to the 13. You probably just want to keep the Pro. She's like, okay. And that was it. Like that was the, (laughs) that was really the, you know, the end of that conversation. But what I think is really cool is that they're able to get more battery life on both the 13 and the mini this year. It's 90 minutes of increase on the mini and two and a half hours of increase on the regular 13. That's like incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. That's like, like witchcraft and sorcery. I don't know how they do that.
0: It's also worth upgrading. Like if you're an iPhone upgrade program or something like that, absolutely worth, you know, getting the upgraded on this year. And, but even if, if you're not like, I think people use their phones so much nowadays that battery life is a, probably one of the most important things besides the camera, maybe. So I would absolutely upgrade my phone for an extra two and a half hours of battery. Are you kidding? It'd be amazing.
1: So let me ask you a real question. How much time do you spend, like, not somewhere, or how much time do you spend with your phone when, like, during the day when you're not, like, close to a charger? Is, are you, is a lot of your time spent out and about? Well, I mean, I do all my school from home.
0: So, no, okay. not for me. But I still don't like to have it plugged in if I don't have to. Okay. Like, for example, like, I don't like laying in bed having, having it charge because I can't rest it on my chest or anything like that I, yep. because the wire kind of gets in the way. But, like, when I was living in Chicago, that would have been mm-hmm. a game changer for me.
1: Yeah. 312. 312. So you're right. It, it would be a game changer. It's just, I think it's surprising. To me, it's surprising, like uh, uh, one, how they're able to do this. But I guess if you were on an annual upgrade program, oh well, I don't know. It's just, it's surprising that they're able to get this kind of power efficiency, both from the display and the processor, both being first generation, you know, new components this year. But that's just, that's just interesting. So 699 and 799 are the prices. And they are in product red, product red, starlight, midnight, blue, and pink. There's no black. Is that the midnight one? Oh, I guess it is midnight. Oh, is, is that the
0: matte black color that they were talking about? I mean, I'm going to the website to, to double check. I know, I'm not sure how I feel about starlight. Yeah. Is it just silver? Why did they name it starlight? Because the 13 Pro comes in silver. It does but I feel like starlight is just silver. Like what's the difference?
1: Okay. The iPhone 13 mini. Let's do starlight. It looks like a
0: white. It's a white one. Yeah. And I, on the Apple watch sport bands, they have a starlight version now, and that looked more like an egg white or like an off white mm. compared to the pure white sport band. Okay. Because they were kind of close to each other, but it's like, it's so close that it I don't get why they had to make this distinction.
1: Yeah. doesn't make sense, but or at least it doesn't make sense to you and I. The mm-hmm. The Proc red looks like it's the same color than last year. Maybe the tint is a little bit different or the hue is a little bit different. Starlight to me looks white. The black looks, or sorry, the midnight looks almost black. I do like the blue uh, mm, this year. Yeah, me too. And the pink, I'm not a fan, but like if it was maybe more, this is more like a soft pink. If it was rose gold, I'd be all about that. All about rose gold. All about it.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> I think it's probably the pink now is like what kind of is replacing the rose gold. Oh, they didn't have rose gold last year, did they?
1: No, they did not have rose gold last year. Technoloti is starlight color, it's kind of like champagne. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It doesn't seem to be like as as maybe creamy as champagne. Like I think a champagne maybe of like a having more glitter to it i don't know if that's the right way of thinking about it but the back of the iphone 8 the
0: gold version was kind of champagne
1: yeah i agree with that yeah starlight here on the iphone mini sorry on the iphone looks white mm-hmm. yeah it does so coming in these three colors starting at 128 for 699 699 excuse me 256 for 799 or 512 for 999 is not really a, uh, there's no price increases across the lineup this year. No. And what's interesting is that carriers here in the U.S. are really throwing down the deals to get people to sign up and move to 5G devices. I don't know.
0: Interesting. For an infrastructure that's still not built up nearly enough yet.
1: Yeah. Do you, you don't have 5G where you live, do you?
0: I have no idea. I mean, I still have an iPhone XR, so I don't, Oh, I don't even have, gotcha. it doesn't really matter to me. What are the deals though? Like what kind of deals, like what, what does Verizon have? Do you know? I haven't seen that at all.
1: Yep. So uh, the deals on the iPhone are: at and is offering a thousand dollar trading credit. T-Mobile is Jeez. offering seven hundred dollars, and Verizon is offering seven hundred dollars when you trade in a th- device. Like those are pretty good deals.
0: What's the like? What are they saying? Like iPhone like twelve, or iPhone eleven? Because I can't imagine I'd get that for my ten R. There's no way they would get give me seven hundred dollars for a ten R.
1: They said specifically, Holden will let you trade in your iPhone ten R. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna get a terabyte. <laughs> definitely not gonna get a terabyte, but okay. <laughs> so Verizon says iPhone 13 Pro from twenty six dollars after trade in. So your bill credit is one to two bu- you make one to two payments of thirty five dollars before bill credits. And then the details are okay, so your iPhone, what is it, ten R?
0: Yeah, I have an iPhone 10R, 128 gigabytes.
1: Okay, so the iPhone 13 Pro would be $9.96 over 30 months. Oh, so $10 I see how
0: works. Okay. Yeah. I I thought you were about to say $10. I'm like, I'm going to get one right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take my money. Yeah, take my money. I'll do that. Absolutely. Ten bucks. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
1: So I think the I mean the iPhone 13, the iPhone 13 Mini, what is really, in my opinion, and you can voice yours in a second, the really the, the biggest features are the low light performance on the camera, which mm-hmm. is great, and the improvements in battery life. Both of those features are coming to both devices, you know, the the both sets of devices. Some will be more, you know, you'll get better performance on the Pro than you do on the regular. But just the fact that you're getting, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 90 minutes to two and a half hours of more usage on your phone is like, wow, holy cow, I can't believe they're doing that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. That is huge. You know, Rock solid upgrades. They're, they're good upgrades.
1: I think so, too. Though, well... I don't want to ruin the surprise, but I'll tell you in a minute. Now, there are some, this is going to go to both devices. You know, there are some new, obviously, MagSafe, the whole, you know, cases, yada, yada. They didn't have or they didn't announce any type of fast charging that was different than what they have today. So we kind of theorized last week saying, okay, you know, if I was Apple, we saw this thing go through the FCC. And are they going to get faster wireless charging? Nope, 15 watts. Now, whether that comes out at a future point in time. Who knows, but that's the, what it shows right now, 15 watts of wireless charging, which is still kind of slow for when I think some devices offer like 25 watts or 20 watts of wireless charging, which is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I, that's when it's in. Oh, wait, you're saying wireless can go higher than 15 watts because 15 is the highest I've seen with wireless. But
1: no, I'm saying that today the, what, the current yeah. threshold is 15 watts.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No changes It's faster than what existed before, but if you want to charge your phone quickly, you should still plug it in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, what is cool, which they kind of talked, I think they've talked about it on stage. There is a new wallet and that wallet offers Find My. I'm very happy about that. That will work now, so there's, you don't have to have – there's no um, AirTag built into it, but it does offer you the ability to find your wallet if it's disconnected from your iPhone. Was
0: that a software feature where like, it would just detect when it was taken off?
1: Uh, today, when you disconnect the wallet, they have this uh, accessory ID via NFC. So when you connect the wallet, you know, there's a graphic that shows on your phone, and then when you disconnect it, there's another graphic. So same thing. If, you, if your wallet comes off, it, uh, it gives you an alert – And then if you get separated from it it'll ping you in find my and the apple watch interesting assuming that you have one okay so let's talk about the iphone pro and pro max now there are four new colors that sierra blue is i'm all about that that's that's my pre-order color right there sierra blue silver gold and graphite graphite looks nice but i don't it's not what i would keep Uh, sierra blue is like you just got a new iphone i could tell because it's that sierra blue color Available at seven, uh, sorry, nine ninety nine and ten ninety nine, respectively, for the Pro and Pro Max, and coming in at one twenty eight, all the way up to one terabyte worth of storage. Which I have no idea who's going to buy a one terabyte iPhone. <laughs> um, that is ridiculous because the one terabyte iPhone Pro Max is fifteen hundred dollars. Sorry, fifteen ninety nine. That is like more than people's computer, more than people spend on their car. That's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Also, but unless you're recording, like, you know, ProRes video on that thing, I can't imagine needing a terabyte.
1: So my, my friend told me, he's like, you're going to buy the one terabyte one. I'm like, no, I'm not. There's no way. He's like, why? He's like, I, he's like, I know you want it. I'm like, I might want it, but I'm not going to buy it. That's just a ridiculous amount of money I would spend <laughs> on that. Like, I literally don't feel like spending that. He's like, well, why? I'm like, well, I'm going to get, the, I think I'm going to get the iPad mini before I bought it. I'm like, why would I need the iPad mini if I have? Sorry, why would I get the iPhone Pro Max if I have an iPad mini? It's like kind of a, you know, like there's not enough friction between the two devices. Mm -hmm. He's like, you're going to get it. Just watch. I'm not getting it. So in case you're listening, I'm not buying it. I'm telling you right now. Here's the thing (laughs) is you were going to get it, but now out of spite, you're not going to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was going to get it until he said something. And now I'm like, no, I am not getting that. I'm going to show you. (laughs) I am going to show you. So in terms of features, there's, I think, a a lot of new features coming to the iPhone Pro and the iPhone Pro Max that are uh, unique to those two devices. So one, you're getting the same A15 Bionic, but you're getting more cores. You're getting five cores on those two devices versus four cores on the lower iPhones. So presumably it's for, you know, maybe running the 120 hertz ProMotion display that's found on the iPhone Pro and Pro Max though I I don't know if there's going to be any actual performance difference on those two devices in comparison. You're getting ProRes recording on those two devices as well. Now, there's a little bit of a caveat where you can't record 4K unless you have a 256-gig iPhone, which I thought was kind of strange, Apple doing some kind of software limitation and just letting people ride it out. Yeah,
0: I get it. Like, you would fill it up really fast, but let people make that choice as opposed to you making it for them. It's the same yes. camera. Like, it's not like the cameras, just like you said, it's a software lock. That's, yeah, It's kind of crummy.
1: So the reason why I have this metal hard drive is because I record in ProRes. And like ProRes on, a, on my camera that I'm using is like every minute of recording is a gigabyte. So I can understand why you'd want to limit that on a phone. You know, you, and I think there's additional data that they're probably writing in there that makes the file a little bit bigger. But to let the, not let the consumer make the choice is, it seems like it's kind of a, you're pushing people to get a, a larger phone, maybe artificially. Yeah. I
0: didn't realize that it would be that big of a file size, though. That is pretty, it's pretty bananas. Oh,
1: dude, it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So uh, talking about features, there's that feature. Then there's the cinematic feature, the cinematic camera, I think they're calling it, or cinematic video. Yeah, it's something, now like now that, or something like that, yeah. Something like that. That is limited to 1080p at 30 frames per second. That's not even available in 4K. I'm like, oh, wow, that's kind of. Meh. like yeah. my I, I think that's kind of bad. I would have thought that they would have brought it in 4K, 30, but they, it seems like they can't do it maybe because of a process limitation.
0: Next year's iPhone. iPhone 14 will be able to do that. It'll be the one of the big features.
1: You got to allow something for next year, buddy. You got to exactly. allow something for next year. There is also the nighttime mode. Uh, hold on one second. What do they actually call it?
0: I think it's just night mode. Or is it nighttime mode now? I don't know why night mode
1: is stuck in my head now. Yeah, night mode is stuck in my head, but that's not what... Uh, yeah, it's just, it's
0: telephoto night mode and night mode <SSSre> there portraits. Yeah.
1: <SS> there you go. Thank you. Those two features are limited to the iPhone pro and pro max where they don't come to the iPhone 13, obviously, cause there's not a telephoto lens that would make sense. And then there's uh, the pro res, which we, you know, we talked about here just a few minutes ago. I, for me, like, I don't think at this moment, and, and I told you this last week, I don't think that there's enough here for me to upgrade to this device. Like I have to have it. Mm-hmm. Like me, me probably upgrading to the device and for review, but I don't think I'm going to keep it. The additional talk time is great, but that's not something I need at this moment in my, in my stay at home lifestyle that I have. <laughs> and promotion is great, but that, you know, all the, you know, what we thought were going to be the upgrades to the display, like complications, possibly, uh, Apple pencil, those things aren't there. And do I really need a promotion display? Hmm. Probably not. And I just for me, it's it's not enough to upgrade, at least at this point, without having the device in my hand. I'm really interested to test the camera and the performance of the camera, but I don't think it's something that I have to have. And this is strange coming from me. And, you know, I've had an iPhone my, you know, for the past 10 years, at least. I might skip it. I'm kind of surprised.
0: You're going to get the one terabyte option.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not, holding. No, I'm not.
0: <laughs> I'm there with you that... I guess I'm not entirely there with you because I have an iPhone 10R, So like I this is a huge, huge upgrade, you know, for me. But I'm still happy with my 10R, and I'm probably th- think I'm still going to wait for next year. So I feel like next year there's the rumor of the notchless version and all that stuff. And I'm like, I'd rather wait and, and get that next year. And if it's not that, then I'll just get it next year, whatever it is. But like the promotions is the one that that kind of gets me. The main mm-hmm. reason I won't get it though because a promotion actually has nothing to do with the iphone and everything to do with none of my devices have 120 hertz to begin with and i don't want to have that fomo of having this yeah. super smooth phone experience and not having it on my ipad not having it on my mac not having it on my monitor not having anywhere else but my phone that would drive me a little crazy
1: I certainly get that, and i don't I think it it's very noticeable when you have a small screen. I don't know how noticeable it would be like on a larger screen if you're just you like like normal content like if you're writing a word document, do you really need one hundred and twenty frames per second? like does it no, probably not. I think that's the answer. I don't know, like like I'm just looking at the features, like the cameras look better, the video looks better, though slow motion is still the same looks to be the same quality. The battery life is better. Face ID is smaller, but is there an improvement in Face ID and the in the usefulness of it? I, I mm. don't think the answer is no. At least they didn't talk about that. The display is brighter, but is it better? You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. don't see a lot of compelling reasons for me personally why I would upgrade. Of course, mm-hmm. I tell you this two days before the pre-order, and then I'm going to get consumed with pre-order. And yeah, <laughs> you're going to get it. the two, one terabyte option. <laughs> yep. And then I'm going to text you at five in the morning and be like, I bought this phone. Damn you. Technology. <laughs> um
0: Technology, first of all, he, he corrected us on the name of night mode. It's actually night mode, super XDR retina max. And thank you for, correcting oh, us. we were, you. we were wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also said using the camera in low light seems like it will be um, improved, at least in theory, having a, um, a F uh, 1.5 main sensor and F 1.8 ultra wide. Sounds like it will be really good. I don't know anything about cameras. I know the F is referring to the aperture, but I don't really know like what that means. So the, I, Michael, probably, you know, more than I do on that.
1: Yeah, so the 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 lower the number, right, is how much light's being let into it, mm-hmm. right? So if you, uh, an f1.5 camera is going to have better light performance than an f1.8. just so uh, the a,
0: diameter of the hole, essentially?
1: Yes, so it's the okay. amount of light that's being let in. So uh, if you have a lens that will, the maximum aperture is f2 versus a lens that's maximum aperture is f1.2, the f1.2 will have a better low light performance because it's letting more light in. The iris or the uh, the aperture is wide open, letting more light in.
0: Interesting. And especially interesting because Apple doesn't make aperture anymore. <laughs> no, it's such a yes. stupid joke. <laughs> yeah.
1: dun dun dunch. dun dun So that's the thing there. I agree with what he's saying, that, that you know we're calling it the wrong name and the Super Night Mode Retina XDR display packs <laughs> uh, is probably the better marketing name. Absolutely, yeah. Just name it the
0: whole phone that. iPhone Pro Night Mode Super XDR Retina Max is just a much better name for the phone to begin with. Just name the whole phone that. Pro Max Res
1: Plus. Max Res Plus.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the next one. That's going to be the notchless phone next year. They have a third yeah. category. And it's it's, a third it's
1: category. Yeah. So wait, I, I completely glossed over the, you know, the update to Face ID. So it's now 20% smaller in mm-hmm. terms of the actual, um, the size that takes up on the device. So it's, it's narrower, but a little bit taller. That's the way that I heard it described. But again, it, it's not, is there significance there where it's more useful? And I don't know that to be the case. And I find it very hard to spend $1,400 on a phone if there's no significant updates on it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just, that's my thought on it.
0: I mean, we're at a point now with with iPhones where it is super iterative. I mean, it's always been iterative, but there's been kind of these big temple features each time. Um, yes. At least until, I'd say, the iPhone iphone 10 and then kind of after that it's been pretty stagnant or i should say stagnant There are big upgrades uh and but uh, for existing features that are already there as opposed to like something new i don't know like if leo if the leo sensor or radio sensor was in there that would yeah. be that would be like the the next big thing but
1: and what happened to that
0: so here's my i have a theory and i, I should have looked into this before we we recorded but if memory serves me right the U1 chip was technically introduced with the iPhone 11, but it was not announced on stage.
1: Yep, you're right. But it, it, you're right. Full
0: stop. I wonder if it is there, but they need to get some more things in the infrastructure to support the feature. So they didn't talk about it, but it'll be activated or something like that. It wouldn't be the first time we've seen a sensor not active on a device.
1: Yep. So y- you are Right do. So on the iPhone 11, they they didn't really talk about it on stage. And they said, oh, you know, this feature is coming with airdrop and all the explanation that they did. But it was listed in the tech specs saying, you know, you, so I don't see anything about, I'm looking at the cellular and wireless. I'm reading the tech specs on the iPhone 13 Pro. So 5G, gigabit looking LTE, Wi-Fi 6. And it's not in there. It's got edge though. It's got edge. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got, got edge. the edge for sure. Yeah. So location, we have built-in GPS, GLONASS, GALILEO. I think GALILEO might... GLONASS, I think, is the Russian satellite system. Uh, GALILEO is the European one. I don't know what QZSS is. A Quasi-Zenith satellite system. Also known as Four satellites, regional transfer system, satellite-based augmentation. Okay, this is Japanese. And Baidu, that's probably China, the way that it just mm-hmm. sounds. Not Baidu sounds is China, straight. yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. It is, yeah. So there's no other... Location, digital compass, Wi-Fi seller, iBeacon, microlocation, video calling, audio calling. Yeah. Th- so they don't have anything in here about that, you know, additional capability through satellite. So it's not there. Yeah. Because I think they would have to list it even though it didn't have approval from the FCC. Yeah. They would have to. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least that's the, <laughs> that's the thought. Yeah. They would have to. Um, <laughs> so. I don't know, like, you know, going back to your point about having the additional capabilities, it just doesn't. At this point, I am a little, I'm being a little bit pessimistic and not thinking it's for me, but I do want to answer Steve's question here. So Steve, Steve IT guy, who's super active in the chat, Steve, do you think the larger storage configurations will have more RAM? I don't think that's an unreasonable conclusion to come to. I think that's pretty reasonable, especially if you think that the larger devices need RAM for the to, to buffer things into the RAM for the 120 Hertz display. And you probably need more RAM to, to bind like um on some of the older, some, um, some of the newer iPads, they don't have a one terabyte SSD. They have two 512 SSDs and they, they use a um, more RAM to, to write the memory that way or to write the, the items to the SSD that way. So I think that's reasonable. We'll, I guess we'll see in you know a week and a half when those devices come out. Yeah.
0: I fix it. We'll rip it apart and let us know.
1: Yeah, and you also you could just run a, whatchamacallit, speed test, or not speed test. Oh, but, yeah, um, that's right.
0: I always forget about those.
1: What is that app called? Not Cocoa Battery. What is it called?
0: I don't remember, but I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I don't I've never either. felt the need to do it on an iPhone, because it's just like, I, I got the iPhone 10R. I know what that means. It's fast. Good.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Whereas like a Mac, it's like, oh, what did I spec it up to? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's, what's it capable of? Well, I guess yeah. that's not even really going to be as true anymore, though. Yeah,
1: you're right. You're right. So one more question. Technology, would RAM be useful for battery conservation? Not sure how it works.
0: Would more would would just more RAM or different RAM? Because I mean every component in the device uses electricity, so it's gonna pull some energy from the battery. Um so I'm sure that like certain styles of RAM will be more energy efficient than than others, but I don't know if there's a distinction between more RAM Hmm. or not i have no idea about that like i don't think that like a larger hard drive for example but that i would i do know that a larger hard drive wouldn't result in a difference in battery life so i i'd imagine that that'd be the same with ram as well but a different style of ram like going Hmm. to different different style ram or different type of ram that could have
1: an impact yeah i mean those are all things like that are kind of very opaque to the consumer, right? Like when no one knows like what type of RAM other than, you know, it's Apple, it's mm. Apple RAM. No one knows that. Yeah.
0: So would more RAM help? No, it, it would, more RAM I can't imagine would, would make a difference.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it sounds like what, from what they said on stage, the increases in performance for the battery performance are driven by, you know, the timing controller for the new display and the processor gains from the new processor. So those two things mm-hmm. seem to be driving a lot of the, a lot of the efficiencies where you, they're getting, you know, 90 minutes, two hours of increased talk time or increased usage of that, which is, you know, it's not necessarily OS baked, which is why you don't get the updates on your iPhone 12, 12 Pro, whatever the case is, because those components are so old.
0: That's actually one thing, talking about the battery life, I wanted to mention this in relation to ProMotion, Mm -hmm. because Samsung tweeted out today, like basically saying like, oh, ha ha, we've had 120 frames per second or 120 hertz for, for a while now. And the important distinction there is that with, I'm pretty sure this is true of Samsung phones, but I know this is true of a lot of Android phones, is, yeah, they have 120 frames per second, but it's something you go into the settings and make that adjustment to say, I want 60 hertz or I want 120 hertz, and then it's just that hertz all the time, always. What's the big deal? The ProMotion display is the variable refresh rate where it'll go down to 10 hertz if you're just looking at a static image and then it will go up to 120 hertz as soon as you start to swipe to the next photograph. Like that's the differentiator here. That's what makes ProMotion so great is it doesn't have the impact on battery life because it doesn't have to run the display 120 times every second, even when you're looking mm-hmm. at just a picture. It, it, it adjusts. And I don't know. I, I saw a lot of like, people getting into the Android versus iOS like fanboyism stuff. And there's just a lot of like, yep, Android's had it for a while. They're better. And it's like, yeah, but this implementation is far better. Like definitively, objectively, there's no, how could you possibly like debate that point? Like promotion's clearly better. Sure, they were later, but that's what happens with Apple. You wait a little bit longer for certain features to come out, and then it turns out to be way better.
1: Yeah, I think probably even part of that as well is that no one could make the displays at scale and the yield that that Samsung's able to do now. You know, as a first party consumer of their own services, Samsung can say, okay, we're going to take the displays for us, but the LTPO or LPTO, but no, no other manufacturer has been able to make them at scale for, you know, <laughs> it's really easy to make it for a Samsung phone because, you know, you might sell a couple hundred thousand of a specific high, you know, phone that has mm-hmm. a high refresh rate, opposed to an iPhone where you're selling, you know, millions of them in a quarter. So that the, you know, the yield and the quantity that you need is much, much different Though it's cute that when Android fans, Android fanboys get jealous, it's cute.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good point. Absolutely, totally agree with that.
1: Yeah. Is there anything else that we want to talk about in terms of the iPhone 13, 13 Pro, 13 Max, 13? It's a new iPhone. Oh, oh, you don't. It's not going to be bad. Yeah, like the the (laughs) the macro photography. Those looked that that looked really impressive. Did you catch oh, that? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that is a big deal. Like, how often have I tried to take... I don't take pictures very often, but when I go to hold up for a close-up and it can't keep it in focus because it's too close, knowing that that yeah. will not be as much of an issue, that's that's nice. That's very nice.
1: So I thought about that. And as soon as they talked about it on stage, I'm like, son of a gun. I never even thought about that. They have that Magnify app on the phone in iOS 15 where you can basically increase the the magnification. Oh. I'm like, oh, I never... I never even thought that they would do, you know. Whoa. But with macro,
0: that's going to have much more utility to it.
1: Yeah. Well, so there's not a, there's not a macro lens. It's using the telephoto lens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it works better for getting up close with something. So that should help with the magnifying.
1: Yeah. Um, like I used, to, I used it. I used to find a serial number on something. I'm like, I can't read that serial number because I'm feeling really old. Let me magnify the hell out of this. <laughs> and you can copy and paste it. Yes, you can with live text. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the use case I had. I'm like, oh, this is great. Anything else that you want to add? Yeah, I mean, not not about the
0: iPhones. I mean, every year the iPhone, the conversation I think is going to be, it's not going to be bad. If you like iPhone, it's a better iPhone. Than last year. Yeah. Like that's, that's, I think going to be the the story of iPhone now until something really revolutionary comes out. But one thing we didn't talk about is Apple TV Plus and the morning show coming out this week and then Foundation coming out next or morning show this week. Yeah, Foundation next week. Awesome. So pumped. Morning show, great, great show. Foundation, I cannot wait. I'm so excited for that.
1: Really? So I I get the. So I've never watched. I maybe watched one episode of the Morning Show with my wife, and it looked okay. Like just from what I got from it. But the the preview of season two, I watched it last night. It did look good. Um, Foundations, I don't know. Like I'm not a huge Isaac Asimov fan. I do like sci-fi, but I don't know if I can like get into the level of detail. They're, they're going, like really like, hard sci-fi? Yes, like like I like mm-hmm. Star Wars but I don't like Star Trek. So, okay don't yeah. don't, you know, if you're out there listening, I'm sorry, but that's just how I am. <laughs> um yeah, like I'm not really like hardcore sci-fi. Though um yeah, anyways. I don't
0: know much about Foundation. I know like I know about Isaac Asimov, some of his work. Um I don't know much about Foundation, but to me it just I've been really impressed with some of the quality of the Apple TV plus shows, and this one looks to be very high quality. I think there's the potential with the high production values that they have for this show that it could be kind of Apple's first like big Game of Thrones level show. Potentially, Hmm. if it's able to meet that that level, that threshold of the the, of the only four seasons of Game of Thrones that exist, by the way, it only went on for four seasons. (laughs) Morning show, though, is. Really, really good. I highly recommend it. It it handles an incredibly delicate topic with a lot of nuance and care, and it gets better and better and better throughout the, the whole show. So I I don't know. I would, I'd say if you thought the first one was okay, I was kind of in the same boat. I thought the first one was okay, but by episode two, I was like totally in. Same thing with Ted Lasso. First episode, Ted Lasso was fine. Episode two, I was completely sold, and now that's one of my favorite shows.
1: Are you caught up on Ted Lasso?
0: No, I'm not. I'm, I think, an episode or two behind right now. I haven't had a lot of time to to watch and do
1: fun things. Okay. Well, I don't want to ruin it then, but it's good. Did, it's so been you,
0: fantastic. Season two has been so good so far.
1: Minus the Christmas episode. I, did, I was like, what's going on here?
0: Yeah, that one went on a little long. It was cute, but it went on a little long. I feel like yeah. they were trying to get you to maybe think that Rebecca and Ted could be a thing. Cause they're kind of like slowly teasing at that. Sorry. If I'm spoiling season two. Um, yeah. Should have said spoilers. Um, I feel like the Christmas episode <laughs> kind of helped with, with that. Cause in the next episode, I'm like, Oh, they're going to do something with that. And then it took this really interesting turn. And I'm curious to where it goes from there. Yeah. Well, it does get better. Show. Yeah. It does get better.
1: Is if there's nothing else to add, Holden, where can everyone find you at?
0: I am on the Twitter, um, the Twitter at Holden Depardo. Okay. And that is where you can find me. Find you online. I, yeah, you find me online there. and uh, My tweets aren't worth it. <laughs> You're better off following at Networked or Michael or uh, tech Four um, Seven tv <laughs> You're much better off following those channels or those so you, uh,
1: accounts. You tweet a lot about video games, right? Which is your I passion. I do, yeah. Yeah. Which So if you like video games, I think, Holden, you uh, obviously are a well better, uh, way more well-versed than I am in video games. You have much more experience. So thank you. I appreciate the comment. But I guess, everyone, thank you very much for joining tonight. Hopefully, uh, we'll talk soon, and uh, we'll talk in the next one. Thank you. Bye.